Hi, everybody. This is Tony Kahn, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. We received an email from Polly Peterson, who lives not too far from us. She says, A couple of weeks ago, my husband John and I went to Florida to visit his stepmother, Doris. We'd been out of touch with her for a while, due in part to her several marriages since John's father's death. When we heard she now had Alzheimer's, we were determined to visit her while we still could. Visiting an Alzheimer's patient is always a strange, almost surreal experience. Seeing people who were competent adults leading full lives such a short time ago who are now in a near comatose state or behaving like unruly children is disconcerting, to say the least. From there, you would assume this letter would go even deeper into what is obviously a very gloomy situation, but it did not. In fact, Polly is with us now. Welcome, Polly. Hello. You wrote a poem about what did happen during this visit. Yes, exactly. Doris, we were very fond of Doris, um, but as I say, we'd been somewhat separated from her over the years. The poem is called Visiting Doris. Could you read it to us? Looking for Doris, we scan the strange groups of women and men, crumpled bodies slumping in chairs or drifting down hallways like faded balloons from a celebration long past. When we find her at last, she is radiant. Always a beauty, she is beautiful still. I love you, she tells each of us earnestly. This is beautiful. You are beautiful. This is all so, so, oh. She gestures with her hand, pushing her thought out into the world, giving it emphasis, and we agree. This moment is simply, oh. We've brought coffee ice cream with sprinkles, her favorite. She is happy to eat it, and happier still to gaze into our eyes, touch hands or an arm. You are so beautiful, she tells me. Gazing into each other's eyes, we suddenly burst into laughter at the very same moment, giddy with surprise and gladness. Look, we've spent our whole lives worrying about all of that, and in the end, it is only this beauty. Arm in arm, we take a walk around the nursing home, circling past familiar sights. Uh-huh. 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 Each turn revealing a new delight. The grass, the palm trees, the flowering hibiscus, the pathway to the small gazebo. Everything is so, so, oh, almost takes your breath away. Back inside, Doris is bedazzled by a young caretaker standing near the kitchen, gemstones sparkling on her earlobes, braces glittering on her teeth. Cradling the firm young face in her hand, she gazes deeply into the young woman's eyes and tells her she is beautiful. She is so, so beautiful. And of course we see it now too. How could we not have noticed? This young worker is radiant incandescent, beauty incarnate, and so are we. When we're driving away, the sunshine looks like someone's idea of heaven. Luminous rays streaming out from canyons in the cloud cover, bright, then veiled, then bursting through again like the light that shines through Doris's eyes. She's not the person she used to be, not the person we knew, Nothing left now but love.
whatever state that woman is in, it's a contagious condition. I feel like I'm in the presence of some moment of grace. That's exactly how I felt. It's as though nothing is left except that spark at the core of every person. And the miraculous thing is that's all she sees in everyone else. What a gift. <laughs> I'm not. It's a strange bargain. Darkness isn't just darkness. It may be a necessary condition to have these moments of grace. You know, I think you're right. And to have Doris's daughter tell me that she thinks Doris has never been happier mm. is another paradox. Mm-hmm. Because this is not a state in which Doris would ever have wished to be, I assume. Yeah. And yet she was always so concerned about what people thought of her and pleasing everyone. And now she's just pleased and being loved back. There really is something that's still the self, even when everything else is gone and it matters. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How do we spell uh? <laughs> U-N-H, I chose. <laughs> U-N-H, with an exclamation like mark? Yes. <laughs> I love it. It's also, uh. Thanks, Polly. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. We're outside right now in Studio B at long last, B for Harvard Business School. It's getting to be lovely out here. Making it no less lovely is Gary Mott. How you doing, Gary? Good morning, Tony. Where do you think grace comes from? It's like a little keyhole. It's a little view of something that, that's beyond, that brings its own little piece of eternity in that instance that we see it, you know? Right. Have you ever had that's things just so about. totally turn around for you, like where you, in the midst of one of, you know, an incredibly dark period, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the pressure disappeared, the keyhole opened, and you're looking through into a whole other scene. Has that ever happened for you? Something as, as simple as breaking down on the highway and in a snowstorm mm-hmm. and having a neighbor drive by mm-hmm. and assist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something as simple as that to something as complex as, you know, I don't know what to do, where to turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm in a situation with my family, my children, and waking up the next day or having something happen that it's just a moment of grace. Yeah. It's funny that this story should turn up at a time of year where we're celebrating leaving the darkness and headed toward the light. I mean, we've got Easter, and I just came back from a Passover Seder on Cape Cod, and I ran into a, an old friend of mine I hadn't seen in over a year there, and she said that uh, she'd been through a really hard year, and, and the things had suddenly started to get better for her. And I said, well, how did that happen? She said, well, all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I notice the sun rising. And after about a minute or so, the sun starts to get up there in the sky. And I started to feel like, I think things are going to be a lot better now. (laughs) So she had one of those moments of grace too. Tony, I equate grace with peace, an inner peace. And those are moments that I can say, you know, it's going to be okay. That inner peace comes from a strong faith. But for other people, you know, we've all got to find our way. Whatever word you use for it, you know, grace, hope, spring, there's definitely something out there that keeps on coming back. And and it seems to be back again now. So thank heavens for that. And thank heavens, while we're at it, for Ipswich. 
and for the help that they've given us for our podcast. They're a leader in file transfer software, and you can uh, find out about them by going to their website at ipswich.com, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And thanks to all our podcast listeners out there for going to iTunes and giving us some tremendous reviews. It has been fantastic. Fantastic reading. You're all such amazing writers. You express yourselves beautifully. And please don't stop now. (laughs) Hey, send those stories along. (laughs) They make Gary feel a lot better, I'll tell you that. Same here. Morning stories at WGBH.org. We want to see what you got. It's the kind of thing that just turns your head around, just like Polly said in her poem. We spend all our time getting lost in that dark old stuff called that. Really look around. It can also be about this. The world is beautiful. (laughs) That's it, guys.